0: Jump the Shark is sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse can help you save thousands when you sell, and we can help you buy your next home as well. Google Charterhouse to see hundreds of great reviews or learn more about us at charterhouseiowa.com. Now here is the show.
1: I can feel it all the way down in my plums.
0: It's good. You don't know how to do it.
2: How do, how
0: do I do I'm going to show you. <laughs> oh, I know this.
2: I was born
1: to love you. I was born to, to lick your face. I was born to rub
0: you. But you were born to rub me first. It's just uh, a, it's that's it's one a, of the it's first. A, it's a golf
1: movie. We got I'll, the masters on. I would think that's one of the first songs I knew every word to.
0: I was born to rub you Ross, but you were born to rub me. First. <laughs> what a great line. I was born to love you. Do you feel I like I was born to lick your face. Do you do you watch Chevy Chase <laughs> movies a little differently now yeah. that like he's an asshole?
1: Yeah. You can see it, can't you? When you watch shows you don't want and movies with him. Like Fletch, you, but you Fletch can is see one of my it. favorites I'm of all you. time, Man, dude. Both of them. Both of, both. Even Fletch 2 is it a good It Seems like
0: old times was a Chevy Chase movie in Goldie Hawn. A lot of people haven't seen that one, but uh, that, that one was a big part of my childhood. Uh, okay, it seems like old times. There's, the there's a where bank they're... robbery, and he's kind of caught up in it. He's made to rob a bank he's, with he's two the, guys. They're, they're
1: exes, right? They have, they're,
0: they're divorced. They're, they're exes. Charles... Yep.
1: Groden, Groden is her new husband. Yep, he lives kind of in the like. They're uh, wealthy. Yep, yeah, the, so he lives in like the the house above the garage, whatever Correct. it's called. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, seems
0: like all times it's yeah. really good. Okay. Uh, I funny liked, Funny Farm. I've seen Funny like Farm it's fun. So you like you see these actors like oh he'd be fun to hang out with and you realize no no he's actually a dickhead. Okay, Spies Like Us. Uh, seen it. Uh, not one of my oh faves. loved
1: uh, lo- loved Spies Like Us. Um, of course, man. Christmas Vacation is like. All the Vacation movies The all-timer.
0: Yeah, that's the all-timer for him, right? Remember, that was the one we were talking about. We were talking about Home Alone the other day. Home Alone has a different director if Je- Chevy Chase right. wasn't a dick.
1: I, I just pulled up Chevy Chase movies. This is, an, this is my childhood. Fletch, Spies Like Us, Vacation, Three Amigos. Holiday Run. Yeah. Caddyshack, European vacation. You said seems like old times. Dad, I think he's got a porker. I don't know Under the Rainbow. I don't know Deal of the Century. I don't know either one of those either. Man, Fletch lives when he goes and he's the televangelist. Peter, oh.
0: Peter Lemongelo, they told me to tell you your house is on fire.
1: So, I'm a big fan of Chevy Chase movies. It's like I'm a big fan of of a lot of uh, uh, Tom Cruise movies. Yep. But I think Tom Cruise is kind of a creep and kind of weird. Is that the same thing? Are those, are those, Uh, is that some, um, well, so Chevy
0: Chase allegedly is an asshole and maybe a bit racist from the news stories that have been out about him. Um, Or at least using, well, I guess if you're using consistently racist language, you're probably a racist, but, well, we did won't, you? Did we don't go down did there. Did you ever but.
1: follow the stuff with Chevy Chase and Dan Harmon? Dan Harmon's the creator of Community, the show that I, Chevy I Chase, think that's where a lot of it came. Yeah,
0: from. right. That's when it started to blow up. Right. Yeah. That, okay. All right. He so. was. He was a dick. Um, but, and then on the opposite end of it, you've got Bill Murray. So Bill Murray, I was going to give you, uh, you and our listeners, a movie recommendation today. Now wait a minute. Did you just play me?
1: Did you no. me, Were you meaning this entire time to get the chessboard over to the Bill Murray conversation and you maneuvered me through a Chevy Chase conversation to get to
0: Bill Murray? Did you just do that? Ross, you know me well enough to know I'd never do something like that. What do you got about Bill Murray, Mark? I don't have anything. Bill. Yeah you do you were gonna tell you just saw, you, you, saw, saw a movie. Yeah
1: I, I know you too well. What you saw a movie with him? You yes. told me about this yes, yesterday. I saw a right?
0: movie with him. Man, I don't Before hey, but before I forget, uh I don't know uh Tom Cruise very well could be a dick. I don't know that he's a dick. He very well could be a dick. And he was a Scientologist. He's he's got some oddities to him. That's the biggest one. You know. He said things like uh to Matt Lauer he called him glib. Yeah. Matt, no. Matt, you you're glib. You don't know what you're talking about. Talking about people that have fallen. Matt Lauer. Haven't seen him in a while. That's a good point too. He had the lock on the door. apparently. Look who got the look who got the last laugh on that. Yeah. Matt Lauer. Yeah. Um. Huh. But no, Tom Cruise, hey, I appreciate Tom Cruise as a as a thespian. That guy will literally attach himself to planes, which most actors aren't doing. So he's got a level of nut that neither one of us have. Yeah, I'll agree with that. You know? There now, Mark, you you always say everybody's got a price, right? There's a price for everything. Well, his price is about twenty five million. And his to pr- do those and, it, and movies. exactly right. If it were like, hey, oh, come on. There's other guys. The Rock makes that. I don't think the Rock's hanging from the plane.
1: He's not, and he's not doing all his own stunts like Tom Cruise is getting getting to be well known for that. Yeah.
0: Cracked a rib during Broken mission. Broken foot. foot where he yeah, done, yeah. Couldn't didn't make a jump from one Flies building his own planes to another in movies. He's done that because he's a pilot. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Again, I'm a, bit I'm of a, a bit of a weirdo. Sure, talented actor. Your ass. That's a Ross. good point, Mark. We're all
1: weirdos, aren't we? I say this to people all the time. Whenever my son says to me, whenever somebody says, man, that person's kind of different, I go, we're all different. I'm a different yeah. dude, man. I, a lot of people see me and walk away and you go, are that guy's
0: weird, man. You're a different dude. You know what I look at when I see you? <laughs> Do you want to know? Um, I'm going to guess,
1: okay? You see a uh, praying mantis.
0: <laughs> Who called you that this week? Is that Nate? Or Bency one of them. I think it was Nate. Nate's such a you. D- see a fan.
1: male praying mantis, not the female who's the badass who chomps the head of her sexual mates. No, not that. I am the one who gets its head bitten off yeah. and does nothing in life but look weird.
0: No, that's not where I was going. And then have sex was, one time. I was going to say that uh, you're, I, I, I see a success in the making. That's what I see. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, 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 see a, I see a guy that's going to get this thing, uh, get this... Train rolling and uh, I'm trying. We're doing well right now. We're gonna get you steaming down those we're, tracks. We're,
1: we're, if, uh, and, and in fact, I am going to have uh, a couple of signs available because I had four signs in yards just a couple of weeks ago, sold two of those houses. Yeah. One of those signs has been pulled, yeah. so I'm ready to go. And uh, I'm, I'm, I need some buyers because all helped all my buyers, but one group that I'm helping out, one family. I've helped all of them get into new homes I think, already. I think you so. could
0: be one of those guys that, you know, should I, should I happen to die, I'm still trying to avoid that part. But, uh, you know, if I, I might be the first one to figure out death. But uh, if I don't and I die, you could be one of those guys. And my wife's like, Ross, will you say a few words? Will you say a few words at the funeral? Oh, I'd
1: say a few words. And funeral. then
0: Ross would be like, oh, this guy changed my life,
1: man. Well, I that's, that's this, this guy. That, that isn't the story right now. This guy. is going to be. This guy saw things Looking in me right, I didn't saw see saw in myself. Yeah, that's that uh, that that it would that he, would definitely looked, be a part of it.
0: He looked back past the fact I looked like a praying right, mantis. Look past the praying and mantis uh, thing and, and the fact uh, that I had my head chopped off a few times. He saw my heart. Yeah. yeah I he think that's I think that's what it's gonna be.
1: He didn't see the clown that got fired by the people that knew him best.
0: Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like he did some good impressions. He did a good Batman impression from time to time. Yeah. It's for oh,
1: Alfred. Mark would uh I, B I, is for bat. I don't receive a lot of gifts via text on Peep, my birthday, people. but the
0: best ones come from Mark. Oh, I'm a good I'm a good giffer. Good giffer? That's what I am. Huh. So, I don't know. I uh, I think you and I are best friends. We're becoming that. You don't have to admit it here on our show, Ross. That's a, that's okay. We, I certainly, we, we come from different sides of the track, you know. I
1: certainly we really don't. We can't we come from the same side of the track. You were smart enough to build a bridge and and, and go across. Uh, I, I've been spending my time away from the
0: lumber yard so uh, now I've uh, now I'm over there getting the necessary materials by the way we have a final out of the Unidome this morning our group is texting each other about this uh, Rims in St. Mary's uh, defeats Montezuma 108 to 94 that by the way is a football score 108 to 94 in a football game Eight man game? though. Well, that's uh, still, you, you, still you,
1: football. You've never seen an eight man game. Have I have
0: you? not, nor will I ever. Probably.
1: All right. So, Mark, you did play with your buddies. I know we've talked about this. Like you, you did play with the guys that you grew up with in like the, in the schoolyard parking lot or in the schoolyard area, right? Where you're playing four on four, five Re- on five. Recess football. Sure. It's recess football. Good way to put it. Yep. And what that turns into is, uh. Five guys blocking five guys. If it's six on six, and the dude with the ball has to beat one dude. Typically, everything is spread out. Yeah, and if you and and it, it, if you don't play it that way, then all of a sudden somebody's open and you can throw the ball down the field and it's a touchdown almost instantly. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot like. I mean, that's a that's a that's simplifying it a lot, but. Is, explains, it, is this a normal score? No, that's high scoring. What what you're seeing there is two really good offenses. Yeah. Each, each team, I bet if you looked at the box score, in those, golly, how many touchdowns are you even talking about there?
0: 30-some. How would you like to be the not team thir- that tells their 30. grandkids, we almost made it to the state finals, except we lost after scoring 94 points. <laughs> we lost. It, a kid on that 94-point
1: team might have had five touchdowns. <laughs> Ridiculous. Can you imagine telling your grandkids that I had five touchdowns or in the more, state championship? Or more dude, kid might have had 10. Because that's I think you're you're in the neighborhood of like 27 28 touchdowns something like that. And uh I, it, yeah. And yeah, I would I would be really interested in seeing the box score on that because I would bet of those 28 touchdowns. It's not, you know, it's not 15 guys
0: scoring touchdowns. No. Well, how many guys are even on a team in the eight-man level? Um, if you're lucky, you've got 20. If you're lucky. A lot of guys going both ways. Yep. Speaking of going both ways, Johnny had a good laugh Whoa. earlier today.
1: Speaking of going both ways. Johnny
0: comes in from the parking lot laughing his balls off, telling me you have man sauce all over your face and didn't know it. That was how he ph- phrased the story. <laughs> Do you want to tell the tell the rest from there? feel like that's a malicious misinterpretation. He's like, Ross was just out in his car, dude. I don't know what he was doing before, but I went up to him, and he had <laughs> man sauce all over his face, dripping down his chin. <laughs> I had, What's your version? I
1: had Hardee's for lunch. Okay. And had a chicken sandwich
0: with mayonnaise on it. Okay. All right. Your story lines up so far. So apparently half the sandwich or the sauce on the sandwich <laughs> ended up you, dude, running looked, down from the corner of your mouth, looked, and you didn't know it. It
1: looked really bad.
0: Ross, Ross says, "Good thing I had a mask on at Casey's because you went oh, into the store with this." On. I
1: ate the sandwich from the Hardee's down on the southwest side of Ankeny down in the state up to here, which yeah. is on the northeast side of town. So I came straight up straight up state, and then as I pulled up here to Casey's, I stopped to do, uh, 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 to get some some tobacco. Yeah. And uh, when it luckily put my mask on because yeah. I obviously had it on that. <laughs> I took my mask off as I was pulling in. I saw Johnny and Johnny kind of pulled up on the window. He was out taking garbage out for the charter house office here. And I pulled up and we kind of did the goofy thing in the parking lot, you know, like oh, I'm going to run over my buddy. And he kind of, Oh, yeah. he came over to the door window and he kind of was giving me a weird look. Yeah. I thought maybe, you know, he's going to say like, what are you doing up here or something? I rolled down the window and he's like, Dude, what do you got on your,
0: what do you, what do you got on your lip here? Uh, and I
1: looked in the mirror and man, it, if uh, I'm telling you, if you saw this on a Peter North video, you'd say, yeah, you went too far. That it's uh, too comical. It reminds that, that was, me of that was too far. Uh, it
0: reminds me of your favorite soup, which is of course the cream of some young guy. You know, that's, that's what it reminds me of. It's a bad joke, Mark. <laughs> you want know bad jokes? Why is a uh, six afraid of seven Ross?
1: 789 789 you know there Come on there you go you know how you catch a unique rabbit <laughs> no unique up on it you know how you catch uh <laughs> you know how you
0: catch a tame rabbit you tame up on it in the tame way
1: <laughs> uh when you're outside those, those, you those see, are those are funny you're outside you see uh, you see <laughs> geese flying in a v formation sure you, do you, you know how there's you know there's always one line that's longer than the other line uh, maybe I don't. Yeah, yeah it usually okay. is. Usually okay, it is that sure. Way. Do you sure. know? Do you know why that one line is longer than the other line? I sure don't. Uh, because there's more birds in that one line. <laughs> oh man,
0: I don't. I can't even segue out of that, Ross. It's terrible. These are awful. Why'd you get them started? I don't. Why, know. this all? I feel, your I, feel fault? I feel like you have a. Ton do of them you know? Like I They're ready to
1: go. Do you know when a joke becomes a dad joke?
0: When I tell it. When it becomes apparent. <laughs> <laughs> Ross cracking himself up, That's good. Oh, that man. one's good. Did you learn all these from your co- co- uh, comedian buddy Bill Blank? No, Did Bill. No, Blank
1: no, no. No, I. So here's the deal, man. I probably could do less of Bill's material than any of my buddies. Really, my friend Josh Alton, who's one of my best friends, a guy I, I lived with for a while and worked for Second City. I can do probably about a half hour solid of Josh's material. Mm-hmm. Really funny, funny, good stuff. Just because I, I used to travel around with Josh. Um, I probably saw his first, I don't know, 200 times on stage. I was there yeah. for him, just supporting my buddy. Mark Von Onnen, the guy that I made the game
0: with. Dun, dun, na, na, na. Venomina. Yeah, Venomina. Von, yeah,
1: von on and on. Uh Mark Von Onnen, the creator of the Vampire Shark uh, I mean, of Van course. Helsing series. Of course. Ahab
0: Van Helsing. He uh, head down to Jays. Buy a copy. By is, that a where copy. You, is that where you find it? Mar- yeah, yeah. JCD okay. and Hobby. Okay. Mark
1: has some of the best one-liners I've ever heard in my life, and Mark has done some of the most unique performances of, I've ever seen in my life. So, Mark, uh, one of the best jokes I ever heard. Mark is uh, uh, gets on stage, he kind of starts to act, and he says, "You know, one uh, one thing you wouldn't know by looking at me is that I am uh, dyslexic." So. Some people think, "Oh, that's not that big of a deal. Sometimes you can't read very well. It, get over it." But yeah. it's a, but it is a big deal. And uh, for for everyday things, like for for you, for instance, a light switch makes perfect sense. But to me, the options are off and no! Uh, that's funny. That's a really good joke. It's a really good joke. Oh, I do. Like um, uh, I don't I don't mind that. So anyway, yeah mark, mark also is the same guy that did this hilarious thing I saw once um, where he had to he could only be on stage for about seven minutes he was he was playing like the intermission at a, at a at a contest okay so he basically had to do about five or six minutes and then figure out a way to wrap it up pretty quickly at, at about that seven minute mark so he came up he told a couple funny jokes and uh, about five Four or five minutes into the set he says uh, man there's this new documentary coming out about uh, Mr. Rogers you guys seen Mr. I, I love Mr. Rogers when I was a kid and I thought I knew a lot about him but this documentary told me a lot like I didn't know that Mr. Rogers had three kids now that means that three different times Mr. Rogers came home took off his loafers he took off his sweater and he took off his pants and underwear, and he laid the wood to Mrs. Rogers. Now, I want you to think about that. I, I, ju- I want you to think
0: about Mrs. Rogers laying there on yeah, the bed. Who I'm literally, her, who I'm literally picturing right now, because <laughs> right. I, I know what she looks like. It's not a, it's not a pretty picture, Ross.
1: <laughs> and then, and then, but the idea, it then becomes kind of like one of those uh, uh, aristocrats bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Mark then takes it back. More and more graphic and more and more detailed. And pretty soon he's in yep. you're in, you know, he's making you envision her yep. ankles being held in the air and all of the different sex acts that Mr. Rogers <laughs> likes to do with Mrs. Rogers and the whole and the whole time getting more aggressive and amping it up. Dirtier. No, no you dirty. you imagine this. You sit and you think about Mr. Rogers doing
0: these and terrible was, things I mean, to his I, wife.
1: It, I was in tears. Bill Blank did some really funny stuff too, man. Bill Bill did some avant garde stuff. I and,
0: admire uh a good comic that you know the way they flow through material etc. I was watching uh Chappelle the other day on one of the Netflix. I don't know if it was the brand new one or not, but one of those and he was inner inner uh um intertwining the four times he had met OJ in his life. Like he didn't tell like the four incidents all at once. He talks about the first yeah. time he met OJ and, <laughs> and he goes, And that's the first of four times I met OJ I'll tell you the rest later. And then he does, you know, 15 minutes of like, and that was the second time I met OJ, which was, which was really great.
1: Everybody, you you can watch. I'm a fan. I like, I like his stuff. You, you, you can watch uh, a lot of comedians have their own podcast now. Yeah. And almost all of them at some point, if they ever know Dave Chappelle, they start to talk about him and they all say the same thing, like, that's just a different cat, totally different breed. Yeah. If you know his story, you understand why. I mean, Seems like he shuns Hollywood quite a bit. He does. And his mom started getting him on stage when he was a young kid. Yeah. He was like 16 years old. And the story that I've heard him tell about being 16, he grew up in a pretty affluent neighborhood. Some people think he's inner city because mm-hmm. he's done a lot to help inner city. But he yeah. grew up in a pretty nice neighborhood. was in Ohio. but his mo- I think that's even where he grew up. But his <laughs> mom would drive him to, I don't remember if it was. I think it was even New York City mm-hmm. to go do these clubs as an amateur, and the very first time he was going to go up on stage, he had some pretty blue material for a 16 year old, especially. Yep. His grandma came with his mom, <laughs> and so the story goes that he's sitting at the table thinking to himself, like, "Oh my gosh, what? Do I, I gotta, I gotta edit myself and censor all this material that I think is hilarious." And they called his name and he looked at his mom and he said, Mom, listen, I I'm gonna say some things that you're not gonna like. And either his mom or his grandma leaned across the table and said, Baby, you go kill this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what that's what a parent does, right? Sure. Like, hey, you got well if you're this, gonna be man. a dirty comic, yeah. Absolutely. My friend my friend Josh Alton, his mom and dad were at every one of his first twenty shows, fifty shows, videotaping him because he wanted videotapes so he could go back and watch him. Sure. He was gonna be very technical about his yeah. comedy. And, man, he would tell jokes about blowjobs. And Josh had a really funny bit, which is way out of... Th- this is probably the most, like, out-of-bounds thing that I ever heard Josh do, and it's not even close out-of-bounds, but you can, you'll can you understand why it offended people and why in 2020 it might even be a big deal. But Josh had this brilliant bit about how... He had a really rough childhood, and it wasn't like a lot of kids' childhoods. Uh, He came from one of those really unfortunate homes where mom and dad stayed together rather than getting divorced. Mm -hmm. So he didn't have two Christmases, only got one of those a year. (laughs) Didn't have mom and dad fighting for his affection all the time. (laughs) They weren't trying to buy his love like all of his lucky friends who had divorced Divorced parents. parents. Yep, yep. And you can see, so like... Uh, I, I think eventually some people must have said to him like, hey, love your act, but the whole divorced kid thing yeah. is a little that, that it's home. I feel like
0: nothing's off limits though because I've seen people like toss do their acts and stuff and they're one of those that will make anything funny. Yeah. But it's, it's funny that you mentioned the divorce thing, the Christmases, because one of my best friends growing up that lived right next door to me had divorced parents. So I remember him having like two Christmases and he would literally get double the stuff that yeah. I would get. yeah. I'm like that kind of sucks, so that, dude. You would get appreciate <laughs> I mean, I'm, the sure, bit. I'm sure he'd rather have dad <laughs> right, at home. Exactly, but it's like, <laughs> but that's what makes it a fun. I mean, bit. is dad really going to give me that second game console? You right. know, it's like, what's what's dad worth in this equation? Yeah. So I know, say,
1: you know, I say that that was Josh's most out of line bit, and now I'm like, they're more not even close, not even abs, not close at all. He used to do a bit about how he didn't like. Because comics get this all the time, where when you find out somebody's a comic, you go, oh, oh, sell me something funny. Yeah, tell me it a would, joke. Dance, would, monkey, dance. Yeah, yeah, Mark, it would be like if you said, oh, I'm a realtor, and somebody said, oh, oh, well, sell me a house. Yeah. Well, I'm at a party I don't right want to now, do that right now. I'm not here to it's do that. Yeah, it's a job. It's not what on, I am. I'm on vacation, whatever. Yeah, I'm at yeah. dinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a job. It's not what I am. And for a comedian, it becomes what you are instantly.
0: Yeah. Oh, and, for sure because if you're around somebody and they're not funny then you, later you find out that they're a comic, yeah. you're like, "What?" Yeah, so Josh funny would, at
1: all. Josh would do this bit about how he once he kind of got going and got a, you know, was a comic for several years. That became a thing where we would go places and people were like, "Oh, Alton's a comedian, he's really funny." And uh,
0: the new person would go, "Oh,
1: yeah, tell me a joke."
0: And so that, th- what's really ironic about that is like comics aren't about jokes.
1: No, no, there's so much more to it. Like, they're storytellers. Like exactly they like, right, Mark,
0: yes. So that's like, yeah, they don't tell jokes. Knock, knock, who's there? I mean, that's not what they're doing. And again, Mark Von on and had that, he
1: had these one-liners that, yeah. were, that, he, that he's written over the years that were really good. Some comedians have a few of those things on, you know, but they will roll their eyes pretty heavy before they, they yeah. bust it out. But Josh would tell this bit on stage about how that was kind of annoying, but he had found a way around it. And that uh, he said I, I I tried it out at my at my la- my wife's last gathering, um, and tell me tell, you guys tell me how you think it went over. And uh, he said we were at dinner, and pretty soon one of her aunts said, "Josh, Kim tells us you're a comedian. Why don't you tell us some jokes?" And so I stood up and I said, "All right, Grandpa. So I'm fist fucking this fat chick. <laughs> you know you know what I'm talking about. Grandma's a big bitch."
0: Jeez. <laughs> they will go over well, exactly, exactly. But yeah. it,
1: it, that's and it's obviously a joke. He never did that sort of stuff, but uh, yeah. it makes for a better story.
0: And I'm remembering now, Josh had a lot of uh, do you that were do off, you like um, off limits comedians that use uh, props. So, like one that comes to mind that actually was successful on TV recently was Tape Face. You ever see Tape Face on America's Got Talent? Uh, I think Tape I, Face I think won. I know
1: what you're talking about, but he would would he. He, he, literally, he literally had a
0: piece of duct tape over his mouth, like never oh, talked no. the, the whole course of the show. never talked. Okay. So his act was using music and like the very first thing he did on that show that the judges loved is he comes out looking like tape over his face and, you know, makeup on, he looks like kind of a weird dude. And he re- he's he got a bag with him. He's got like a, you know, almost like a work bag with a flap on it. And that's where he keeps his props. And he reaches in there and pulls out two oven mitts and puts one on each hand. And then the song comes on. My love, there's only you in my life. And he starts to say, have a make So one of them, one of them is singing. Mm-hmm. So he's just making an oven mitt because there's an eye on it and stuff, singing. Yeah. And then the other one joins in on the duet. My love, my first love. You know they're doing that, and that's the bit. And at the end, and at at the end, okay. So he does this one. Then the next time he comes out, he does. uh, The song is uh, "The Lady in Red." Okay, but he like turns around. He like got brings out a red dress and puts it on, and then using his own arm on his own back makes it look like there's somebody like touching him, and then yeah. the arm goes down towards, you know, his yeah, midsection, towards, and he yeah. grabs it with his other hand and pulls it back up, you know? <laughs> so that type of stuff never says anything, but it's like sight comedy more than anything else. And the guy actually won. He's got a show in Vegas now.
1: Yeah, so I don't mind that if it's done right. Uh, you know, I, I like Dimitri Martin. You know, Dimitri no. Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dimitri Martin, kind of a younger... Nerdy, tall, brown hair, bowl haircut, but playing that role, playing that act of like, hey, I'm just the nerd next yeah. door who's yeah. pointing out the observational humor. But it's usually done with, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's safe to call him a prop comic because he usually has some sort of big whiteboard or something like that that he's constantly and very very smart stuff because it's always evolving and mm-hmm. and and if you miss one joke in that sequence everything falls apart behind it so you've got to have that stuff meticulous i mean your brain's got to have it buttoned down a through z7 yep (laughs) and you've got to have all of those things in a row because if you don't it 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 it, it doesn't work so right and that's it's impressive man when you're around those guys you realize like everything else man how much work goes into it Mm -hmm. you know mark that it was one of those things that i do i was trying to hold you guys around here off on and you did it on the podcast a lot of like man as soon as ross gets his licensed millionaire and i know it wasn't as soon as but i knew i was smart enough to know there's a lot of work a lot a lot a lot of work and a that lot happens. of hours that have to happen you in order between a, a and things. z right and and i've been lucky enough to be around people in my career even in radio if you want to do that anything that you want to do it's going to take a lot of work Lot more time than you think, mm-hmm. and the, and comedians are that way too, man. These guys work their ass off yep. to do to go on stage, and and every day, every time you go on stage, it doesn't matter if you are getting divorced, if your wife is cheating on you, yep. if you're if you got fired from your other job, people that was are pay, paying money to people see are the paying show, you to see to for you to entertain
0: them. Yeah, you don't get to go up there and be therapy. I was wondering too if rock stars have that. Which I seem to do a little. I think what helps is uh, massive crowds cheering your name. I'm talking about like rockstar rockstars. It's like, you know, how up does uh, Chris Martin get when it's Tuesday night in Des Moines, mm-hmm. and he's doing the same show he just did last night in Omaha? Yeah. I think well, the money would help, make it a lot of money. Yeah, and people are literally freaking out that you're coming out. It's got to be a uh, a rush, yeah. unlike any right. other. Right? So it's a little easier to get over that hump than it is maybe in some jobs. But I
1: bet, Mark, in a way, that's a really good point, man. I bet in a way it's the same way with comedians. Because being a musician and being a comedian are a lot alike.
0: Same stuff, same stuff. You're
1: going up there and doing the notes. Yeah. I mean, like you, would, you would think initially when you first started saying that, I was like, well, it's easier for a musician because the musician just has to go up there and play his guitar, or his piano, and then sing the song. That, But that's the same thing a, mus- a comedian's doing. Mm-hmm. He's going up there and he's starting the song and he's pausing at the right time, and he's doing mm-hmm. and it's all built in.
0: You got to throw in the. How's everyone doing tonight? Got to throw in one of those.
1: Guys drinking? Yeah. Who's getting drunk? Josh Alton. This This is the Josh Alton start to a show. Who's getting drunk tonight? Yeah? Woo! Guys ever, uh, guys ever get so drunk that you puke somewhere that you, you wish you hadn't? <laughs> I've done that, man. Like court? Judges hate that Guys don't do that (laughs) That's pretty funny Yeah see And that's That's it Like your ice I like like that joke
0: All right, that was like A 25 minute segue Back into Bill Murray That's what we Have you noticed We do that on the show I've been told I've been told That we rant and rave Yeah You mean Ross and Mark Jump the shark Yeah, people, people, uh, yeah, it's like, (laughs) why did we name it that, after all? Uh, People do notice that from time to time, people being my wife. Sorry, Katie. She notices that. Hi, Katie. She was mad at me for Uh, trying to say, what was she mad at me
1: about with Teresa Greenfield that we talked about?
0: uh, No, she described as uncomfortable. I don't think we said anything bad on that. Because normally, like, if I talk about, um, uh, you know, I don't know, something bad. I think last week I mentioned squirting. We talked oh, about, yeah. we Come talk on. about that, she's, she's like, well, I said. She's like, do you have to talk about that? I'm like, well, you know, if it's something people might be interested in. I, I yeah, said, well, we'll talk about it.
1: I said fist effing.
0: Yeah, you face. did. You did. You went You went pretty crazy there earlier. So normally <laughs> she would be like, I can't believe you went there. And then last week we did a, uh election recap, and I didn't think anything of it, frankly. And she's like, oh, man, your show made me really uncomfortable today. I'm like, really? Like, I was surprised by it, because normally I know that's coming.
1: Yeah, and I didn't know that. I honestly she's, didn't she's, know she's our, big, she's our
0: biggest fan, and that she listens, like, the minute it comes out. Thank you for that, Katie. Probably because she wants to know what I just said, so she needs to know if she has to call a lawyer or not. But it is yeah, what it is. Has she had enough of those situations,
1: Mark, where a friend has called her and said, So I heard something, Mark. My husband played this for me on the radio?
0: Well, she there. reminds me from time to time that, and I, it's certainly not every week, I don't think, but she reminds me that her dad listens occasionally, <sighs> and or friends that he has listens. Do- Dr. Charter. No,
1: Dr. Doc- Dr. D- Dr. Millman. Dr. Millman. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dr. Doc- 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 doc-
0: so, you know, when I talk about the old stories about, you know, fornicating, stuff like that, Come she's, on, like, Mark. she's like, you realize my dad might hear that. I'm like, dude, Leo knows how we got down. He's not surprised by any of this. I know, but... I'm still around. I'd
1: feel, I'd feel real. Inco- my father-in-law retired. Just got through his uh, career at Newman Brothers. What is Newman Brothers? Huge contractor. They build like the huge buildings downtown. Okay. All right. The Science Center. He was a, he was a project manager or job foreman. I don't know. He was a big foreman. for him. He, call, he done. After quits. many, many years retiring.
0: I have a hard time believing I'll ever retire. Honestly. I just I, I, I sit around doing nothing. That doesn't appeal to me man, I got to have time. It's, kind of, it's what you do now, isn't it? Yeah, occasionally do a deal. So, <laughs> Hey, we, we need to get back to Bill Murray here in a second. But what yeah, I was going to say, what, what I was thinking about, by the way, when you mentioned being a millionaire, which yeah, that can certainly happen. Maybe not in one year. That'd be a heck of a feat. Oh, but, boy. um, that big news there, but I was going to say, cause we talked about a couple of people, liked the episode we did a few weeks ago about, I think it was motivation. We were talking about all of that. Um, but I like to give people updates sometimes, and you can give props at the same time. We have uh, an agent here. We'll call him Nate, uh, who, frankly, Ross, uh, I think you'd agree with me. Nate's just a boob. you know. He's a boob. And what he said he's making $56,000 this month. It's pretty good. It's a really good month. It's pretty good, dude.
1: I think anybody out there is going to go, whoa. Whoa, that's pretty good money.
0: Yeah. And the line of the song, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. You know, if Nate can make it. Anybody can the
1: make it. The truth you've been saying for a long time. You've been telling me for a year. Well, look at Nate. If Nate can do it, and Nate's a dummy. Nate's not a dummy. If Nate. Nate doesn't even work hard. Nate works his
0: ass off. How much have you seen him here in the last week, Ross? Does, Mark, you know this. You don't have to
1: be in this office to be working hard in this business. And that, and and I think that's Cam has shown that. Right? I'm not
0: saying Nate's stupid. What I am saying is that he couldn't spell cat if he spotted on the C and the T. As the old Bradshaw quote used to go. Man, that's all I'm saying. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not saying he's stupid. He doesn't. I'm just a- hey, saying he's he does, really he, dumb. He doesn't even he listen. Just, he
0: doesn't even listen to this. This is between us. All right. Nate he's, ne- he's has, never going to hear this.
1: Nate has uh, has always been there to help me out. In fact, the two of the houses that I've sold, I think. Or maybe it was a house I saw, a, a, a guy I helped with the buying.
0: I don't know why you're defending this guy. What does he say to you every time he comes in and sees you sitting here?
1: A bad word.
0: Yeah, he greets you with an with an expletive.
1: He, he he shows me a single finger. Yeah, and he says a bad word.
0: I mean, he's not very nice to you.
1: In his defense, on the text group, I'm sometimes not nice to him. <sighs>
0: There's no defense. It's fine. But anyway, the point is, the, you know, the, lar- the larger point Mark, is, I, wait, the larger point is, and I want people out there that work for the IRS to hear this, Nate sure. made $56,000 this month. Mark,
1: when are you going to realize that I'm just a guy that sees the best in everybody and everything at all times? Even I appreciate that. Because from even, time
0: to time, you'd have to defend me to people. People can't even wrong me. Although like, the last, oh, two, I people, the last two people, the last two people you've run into that claim that they knew me, that was a good thing. So normally I it's think. like, you're, you know, you're working for Charter? Yeah.
1: <sighs> you know his... Uh, what? You know that charter? Uh,
0: I heard he's the anti-kicks kicks puppies every
1: yeah. morning. He uh, buys a new puppy so he can kick it. Did but the, you know that? But the
0: last the last couple of people that have mentioned they knew me said good things, so that's good. Yeah, I got some fans out there.
1: Yeah, it was it was like oh, and they never said they never were like oh, you work for Mark. It was just always something like oh, I know your boss. He knows me. We yeah, I've done deals with your boss. He likes me. Good for you. That's what they said. They would have heard a lot lately. Not to bring it back around. I work for a lot lately, a lot. About me? Oh my gosh! You work for Charterhouse? Do you work with Nate Lee? <gasps> we love Nate Lee. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, Nate Lee, yeah, buying and selling everything in town. I got him. He's it. off the, yep, he's yep. Off the market now. The greatest realtor ever with these uh-huh. girls. Yeah, yeah off the ladies, market. you missed your chance. I'm just Are, telling you that because he's got a really good one. It seems
0: like he's he's married down basically. He's not married. Stop it. He's married just has with kids.
1: He has a girlfriend, and it's very serious, dude. Are you kidding me? Did you see that shot,
0: John? Yeah, these golfers are pretty good at golf.
1: That ball's going forty miles an hour and hits the brakes <laughs> like an Indy car.
0: <laughs> All right, let me let me give you my movie review, okay? Okay, you're allowed to log into my mind if you don't watch this. If you don't have it, it's on Apple TV.
1: Dude, so high, I don't have Apple TV. Okay, so okay.
0: you can you can, if you care to watch it, you can log into my Apple TV. So. Uh, the movie's called On the Rocks. Okay. Directed by Sofia Coppola.
1: Okay. Like it so far. Of Bill, uh, Bill Murray, obviously.
0: Of uh, what fame? Uh, did, Lost did, in Translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is Bill Murray. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, pretty simple premise. Uh, Rashida Jones. You know love, Rashida?
1: Love her. From The Office. From, yep, 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 yep,
0: yep. yep. For many things. Yeah. Producer of Hot else. Girls Wanted, which you can find on Netflix. It's about the porn industry. Oh, no kidding.
1: I, I've seen that, Mark. I've she never... That. I've never watched that. I, it makes you feel bad for the girls. Dude, That's I've, what it, I have, that, that was my take. We've Come talked on. about that Mia Khalifa gal before. I feel really bad Who for her. Who did like
0: her. six shoots and is super famous and doesn't want to be. And,
1: ha- and made like
0: $12,000 or something off yeah. of. Yeah, and somehow got super famous in that industry. But anyway, so uh, Bill Murray and Rashida Jones. Uh, Bill Murray plays her father. Rashida Jones is married to Marlon Waynes. In okay. the movie, yeah, like, uh, who do you expect? You don't hear a lot of Marlon Wayans jams matter. coming out, yeah. but you know he's in this, does a good job.
1: Like all the Wayans boys, all the way back to "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker."
0: So they're 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 a married couple in New York City, and uh, Bill Murray's your father plays. Uh, they don't go way into his backstory, but uh, a wealthy business owner of some type, but but uh, a womanizer loves the loves the ladies
1: as Rashida Jones' father. Correct. Okay. Correct. Is Can I ask a question? Is Bill Murray still married to Rashida's mom? No. Okay. Single. Because of the womanizing?
0: Probably. Okay. Single. So the premise of the story is one thing leads to another, and Rashida Jones uh, starts to question whether Marlon Wayans is cheating on her uh, with a coworker, Just, you know, some anecdotal-type evidence. Yeah. She tells her father about it, and him being a womanizer goes, Oh, yeah. 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 There's, there's if, a problem here. Have you, you, have, you, have you checked his phone? Have you... Have you had him followed? Have yeah. you had him whatever? Yeah. So bit by bit, he's convincing her to kind of look more and more into it and including like driving. A, just a funny scene where they're going on a stakeout essentially to, to see what he's doing that particular night. But it's Bill Murray being Bill Murray. You know, Bill Murray's got a rhythm. He's got a shtick. He's got a, a delivery that makes him him. And if you're a Bill Murray fan, you like that type of stuff. So this is a movie that if you like Bill Murray, watch it. Very, very enjoyable. Um, The movie itself was, I thought, good. You're not going to walk away saying, I don't know how that didn't win the Oscar. It's not that good. But it's uh, obviously a a, a dialogue-driven conversational movie. No action scenes, really. Um,
1: It was good. I think you'd enjoy it. I will check it out because that's a lot of people that I... Uh, that I would enjoy I will tell you man I've got this thing that makes me uncomfortable not that not that Aaron and I have ever gone through this but there is something about those storylines that can make me uncomfortable
0: the uh, cheating storyline
1: yeah the cheating storyline and uh, I
0: mean my wife asked if she could look at my phone during the movie so <laughs> <laughs> you got that I love yeah. Katie yeah
1: I love your wife so much man
0: <laughs> So that, great. so that was fun my wife maybe is like you where you're going with, with whatever you're saying. My wife uh, <laughs> sucks at watching certain types of movies because she just internalizes the movie too much. Kid, she she kid, can't enjoy it for what it anything is. Anything that's happened to a kid, she I She applies can't. it. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't want to watch movies yeah. where that, that would be the one thing that I would say I'm similar with my wife in. I don't want to watch movies about children dying or the focus of the movies on a kid dying. Yeah. That that just makes me sad, yeah. and I'm like, why the fuck do I want to be sad? Right now, there's been so a,
1: many really great movies over the years that were kind of that same Lorenzo's Oil. Yeah, yeah, so, so know, I so I don't I don't I don't uh, want to do
0: I don't want to watch that. Right, me neither. But other than that, I mean, every movie she just internalizes it, and and um, just uh, I, I hate watching movies with her, frankly, because she does that so much. So this one, this one in particular, um, I invited her to watch, and I kind of knew it was about already, but you know. It, it was togetherness. I'm about to watch this movie. Do you want to watch it with me? And I, I think she liked it overall. Um, but what, what was your take on these types of movies? You kind of do the same thing? You can't enjoy it for what it is? Usually not.
1: No. Usually I end up getting lost. Uh, the, the conversation kind of moves past me because my brain gets stuck on some sort of different track. Yeah. And I start to you know kind of have that internal... Dialogue or yeah. monologue or whatever that distracts me from
0: what's happening in the movie. I think this one is playful enough that you won't okay. struggle with it. And I it. do love. It, I, I, mean, I, I really love Bill Murray. I know I, I described I, I, it as like, is he cheating? Is he not? But it, but it's not dark. Okay, like the tone of it. Yeah, it almost it Bill Murray. Keep, Bill Murray keeps it a lot lighter feeling than that. You know, a
1: movie that you think by the characters of it couldn't be dark, but is incredibly dark. Is that uh, downhill? Is that the name of that one with the, sk- Will the ski
0: resort one? Will Ferrell and where they're Yeah, yeah, down uh, downhill. Yeah, that's what it's called.
1: If you, I mean, just those two alone, Will Ferrell and Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, are in a movie that one kind of came and went. That they was take under the, radar. the family on vacation. That sounds hilarious. It's yeah, not really
0: it's not there. typical Will Ferrell uh, material, but it, every once in a while he does that. What was the one where he's selling all his stuff? At a garage sale on his front lawn, like his wife leaves. Oh, I
1: was thinking the one that I was thinking of was the uh, uh, he did another real serious one where he could hear a voice in his yeah, head. Yeah, that, that
0: movie's great. That's a really good movie. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman's Emma, in that. Emma Thompson is the voice,
1: okay. right? Good job. No, Emma. no, not Emma Thompson. No, it's an older lady. No, uh, uh
0: no, it is it's not Emma Thompson, it is. It is it is Emma Thompson.
1: Oh, I've got to get my phone out and look up Will Ferrell movies. I it's Emma, like. it's Emma Thompson. In one in one show I've looked up Chevy Chase movies and Will Ferrell movies. Stranger than Fiction is the name of the of the movie. It is Emma Thompson is her name.
0: Uh, Ross eventually yelled. You know. <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> Just catch on to the fact that, you know, <laughs> I know what I'm talking about most of the time. Uh, not al- not always. I'm not a Not fan always. I'm not a huge fan of Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's Everything Must Go. Is that the name of the other one while you got your phone there?
1: Uh, let's go back. Here. Everything let's Must see. Go, Will Farrell. close that down. He literally this moves all his one stuff one. onto the lawn. That looks like it. And it's selling Reason. it. Um, this is not one I'm familiar with. Six point four on IMDb, seventy three percent Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Pretty good, but again, another mostly serious role for him. Which you huh. know, he he bounces back and forth, but between. not a, but not okay. So a pretty
1: serious one there, huh? Yeah. I tried to watch Eurovision on Netflix. Uh, it's about. Uh, it's kind of a. Uh, remind me. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's not very good. Not Euro Ian, trip. Not Euro which trip. Which I grew up watching. Eurovision is a brand new thing on Netflix with Will Ferrell, where he plays an Icelandic man who. Okay. Okay. Uh, his sister and her. His sister and he are a singing duo. Got it. And uh, very campy. Right. Very campy and and all, way over the top. He's had a lot of misses lately with that campy stuff. Like, did you ever see Holmes and Watson? I no,
0: the, because I heard it was dude, terrible. It
1: is, it is like, it is. Did they try? I don't know. Did
0: they try for that? Or did it just end up terrible like that? I don't know, man. I don't remember either. That. I just like, what did that get on Rotten Tomatoes?
1: Another one with Amy Poehler was the house where the, the gambling. I one. enjoyed that one a did little. You? Okay. A um, little bit daddy's home was okay I don't think I've I not daddy's seen the. home I have too. not seen the sequel I don't think I've seen it get hard uh saw it not great uh one that I think has some potential and it's got it's it's hit and miss the campaign
0: uh, I haven't seen it several years but I remember enjoying it Uh,
1: Zach Galifianakis. There you go. Thank you, Zach Galifianakis. All right, and that yeah. The other guys to me is an underrated movie. But the more I say that, more people reach out to me and tell me that
0: they really love it. So, have you ever been involved in a soup kitchen?
1: (laughs) See, there's so many good things. And based on uh, how you came in here today with that stuff on your face, (laughs) I would say you have
0: been. (laughs) I think, Why uh, are you
1: guys so mean to me? I'm so nice to everybody, and then you're all Johnny. So do you, do you, do, you, mean. you think, do
0: you think Ross has been in a soup kitchen before, Johnny? That's what I think. That's what was happening in the dirty, back seat of his dirty, car. Dirty right?
1: Mike and the boys were
0: <laughs> we're going to put some D's and some V's. Oh, uh, that is a funny movie. I, uh, yeah, I, I, Will Ferrell's hit or miss for me. I don't say to myself, I can't wait for that new Will Ferrell movie. That's not a sentence that comes out of my mouth a lot. I mean, there's been times. Now I wouldn't say that about people like Philip Seymour Hoffman. New movie. I got to see that uh, new PSH movie. I, mean, that was, I, I like that. Uh, I, there's I think certain I'd, people. I think I'd do that with Bill Murray. Bill Murray. The whole reason I decided to play this movie was Bill Murray. Right. It's a Bill Murray movie. I kind of feel like I know what to expect. Um, I need to go back in the catalog. On Bill Murray. That would be one interesting one. I feel like I've seen a lot of Bill Murray. But I know there's one called uh, The Razor's Edge that I never saw. That would have been probably about the Stripes era. Um, It's a picture of him dressed like the Dalai Lama. If that brings up any... I think he goes off to find peace or goes on some some self-finding mission... Uh, my brother's seen it. He talked yeah. about it. I've no, I've never actually All seen right.
1: that. There, there is one that I I bet you haven't seen. Then, if you're not
0: familiar with that, give me give me. By the way, give me his first five movies that pop up on IMDb from like when he started. I oh, want to see, okay. see how many I I
1: saw. All right, we'll uh, we'll go to the Bill Murray IMDb here and see what we have. But I want to tell you about the one that I love from very early on in his career, which was Where the Buffalo Roam. Nope. Uh, Olsen, Where the Buffalo Roam, familiar with that? He's nodding his head. I'm not surprised at all. Where the Buffalo Roam is the first version of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Okay. So imagine in the early 80s that um, you had a movie that was supposed to be like the psychedelic trip Mm -hmm. that Johnny Depp took you on. Okay. It's Hunter Thompson. Bill Murray plays the exact same character, Hunter Thompson. He spent an entire summer with Hunter Thompson trying to kind of immerse himself in the character that was the writer Hunter Thompson, who was a pretty yeah. interesting fellow. Um, did, he so, kill, did he kill himself, or is that a mystery? Well, he did kill himself. There are some th- conspiracy theories around it. Uh, he more than killed himself, He his body, per his request, was launched out of a cannon Oh, Not wow. his body. Not his body. Ashes. I'm sorry. That awful. So P- sorry. Picture this dead
0: corpse <laughs> being fired out of a cannon plop onto the ground. Now, what do we do with him? I guess we uh. bury him. His ashes. His ashes you. were fired out of a cannon. Thank
1: you. Depp.
0: And Johnny Depp helped with this process. Like
1: he became really good friends with the family. And uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Hunter Thompson. But those aren't his first movies as an actor. You got to go back to boy. I'm trying to get past like animated stuff and shorts mm-hmm. and things like that. There's a uh, TV movies. There was a movie in 1978 called Coming Attractions. Nope. 1979 Meatballs. Yeah, one of my favorites. Love that. I didn't know. I wouldn't have guessed that to be his second real movie. Literally, literally one of my favorites. I mean, other than that, again, it's just shorts and there's some television. This is stuff. the year thing. There's an animated the animated Tarzan that he was a part of. It's called Tarzoon. In 1975, but again, first movie was uh, The Next Stop, Greenwich Village. It's now and 9.30. coming attractions.
0: And that's lights out time. 9.30 as you know. Hmm. Tomorrow is parents' day and you must look well-rested. Or Morty will be sent to the state penitentiary.
1: Yeah. Uh, it yeah. just doesn't matter. It just, just uh, yeah. doesn't
0: matter. Because you know all what? the really good-looking girls will still go out with the guys from Mohawk because why? They've got all the money. It just doesn't matter.
1: That's a great movie.
0: Love it. Yeah, that's a great speech. So after after uh, Meatballs, there was another after one.
1: Meatballs, there's Mr. Mike's Mondo Video.
0: Nope.
1: Never heard of that. Nope. Then Where the Buffalo Roam, nineteen eighty. Okay. okay. B C Rock, nineteen eighty. Caddyshack, nineteen eighty. Okay. Stripes in eighty one. That's where it
0: started to get good. Listen, I Caddyshack I'm t- Stripes. I, I'm
1: telling you, you got it Where the Buffalo Roam is a really fun movie. Okay. If you're, you got to be in the mood for it
0: and kind of understand some 100. So
1: Caddyshack strikes for 80-81. Then you go to, I didn't know it was in Tootsie in eighty two.
0: Tootsie, small role. He plays okay. uh, Dustin Hoffman's roommate, I believe, in Tootsie. Wow,
1: Ghostbusters was eighty four in a role written for Belushi. Okay, who died? Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, then it goes on to the Razor's Edge. That's that the one said I was that talking that, about. What's yep.
0: Nothing Lasts Forever? Never heard of that uh, one.
1: I don't know. He was in a Little Shop of Horrors.
0: Yeah, uh yes yes he plays the character do you remember steve martin was in little shop of horrors yeah he was a dentist yeah he was the guy that was beating on the girl but he was a dentist and he was a sadist he loved giving people pain like with his dental drill etc bill murray comes walking in as a character who loves pain so he's trying to drill as hard as he can and bill murray is loving it begging for more wow don't remember yes
1: he was in Buster Poindexter's hot, hot, hot music video hot, in 1987.
0: Hot, hot. Ole, ole. What 1980- famous video was Chevy Chase in, taking it back to Chevy Chase? Call Me Al by Paul Simon. There you go. 1988, she's
1: having a baby and scrooged. Scrooged. Now, memory. here's what I didn't know. Bill Murray wrote she's having a baby? I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm seeing this wrong. He played himself in the movie she's having a baby. I do not remember that. Played an uncredited role, but just as Bill Murray. Okay. Ghostbusters 2 in 89. Quick Change, I don't know. What about Bob? Quick
0: Change is great, dude. Really? Quick Change is a bank robbery movie with him, uh, Uncle Eddie, who would be, uh, what's his nuts?
1: Oh, my gosh. The guy who's got Quaid, Randy 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 Quaid. Quaid, Right. Randy
0: Quaid. um, Gina Davis. And they rob a bank and then can't get out of town. Like, they keep running into issues, flat tires, roads closed. They're trying to escape town. Quick change. I think he robs it as a clown. They're dressed as clowns.
1: What about Bob and Groundhog Day? Two great ones. Great movies. I don't know. Mad Dog and Glory.
0: I know the name. Haven't seen it.
1: Ed Wood. Don't know that.
0: Uh, Ed Wood was like, I think, a black and white. It is black and white. Take take off. off. Yeah.
1: Kingpin, a great one in 96. He also did Space Jam in 96.
0: Name the character in Kingpin.
1: Ernie McCracken.
0: Yeah, well, you're probably looking bigger at bigger and I am
1: looking at it, but okay. I would yeah, I can't hear the song uh, uh the uh, ELO song, Showdown. Eh, I don't know that one. You know, you know, you don't know, you know Showdown. It is the song that plays in the final Ernie McCracken scene when he's holding the, the rose, rose, the rose ball. up there and looking at it and shaking. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, I'm off to dun, relax that scene. Dun, 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 dun. When you think about that movie specifically, what do you think about?
1: When I think about Kingpin? Yeah. Probably that scene. Do probably, you really? Probably Ernie McCracken's hair
0: flying all over. I mean that the, that's yes, I think about that, but I think of the landlady or anything else.
1: Oh, the la 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 what is it about la la
0: great sex that makes me have to crap? <laughs> you really jarred something loose there, Tiger. <laughs> He's puking in the toilet. Oh, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Oh, I love it, dude. He has sex with her to pay the rent. It's great. Woody Harrelson, man. <laughs> you what really an actor. Jarred something loose there, Tiger. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. <laughs> oh, great movie! That's Haven't cool seen in a long time. I love
1: Bill Murray, man, and we've talked about the uh, the thing on uh, on Netflix, the Bill Murray stories. Yes, we have. Have you gone back and watched it past the credits? Because I told you guys. To uh, do
0: that. I don't know if I did.
1: There's an additional story. It's not necessarily the best one, but it certainly isn't the worst one. And it's, it, it's I'll have to really check it out. good. I might one. have. At the end of the credits, a guy tells a story that is really good. That just again, why do you think people do that? By
0: the way, like why why put something at the end? Just like a haha. I
1: like no, I like I think it's a really cool idea. I like had, a
0: little, little little reward for people that actually watched all the credits?
1: Yes. I okay. guess or something or yeah, yeah, a little easter egg. Yeah. I've I've heard this but I've tried to fact check it and can't find this to be true and I don't remember where I heard it, but I know one time what was the Inception? Was that the movie with uh, with uh, Leo? Yeah. Where they at the end of it it's the spinning top. I don't know
0: that, but yeah, it's that's okay, the movie. So with him in it.
1: one of the one of the thing, themes of the movie that runs throughout because it's a movie where he's lost between reality and dream world, yeah. and one of the things that he's able to do to decipher whether he's in a dream or in reality is he has this little top, and he spins it, and then if the top falls over, he knows he's still in reality. Yeah. But if the top just continues to spin and spin and spin, yep. he eventually knows that he's just in a dream. Yeah. The movie ends, he finally gets to what he thinks is home, he's finally in like a paradise, he's on this little lake house, kids are out in the thing, not to ruin the most spoiler alert, and he's- I don't think
0: you can spoil something from uh, 2000.
1: And he walks over to a table and he spins the top. Yep. And the top spins and spins and spins and spins and spins, and spins and it goes black. Yep. Just as the top starts to wobble, it mm-hmm. goes black. Yep. So you're of course left with that opening. Does it fall? Dun dun dun. Does not. Was he? Were you in a dream the whole time? Were you? You know, one of those stupid things. I hate
0: that cop out.
1: I've heard that when the movie was released around the country, that it had, at the end of the credits, it would do one of three things: one, come back and the top show the top spinning and falling over; two, showing the top spinning. And just going into black. Well, that was the, I guess, the two things that it would show. Just sure. continue to show the top spinning for another thirty seconds or so, and then fade to black again. But what
0: would dictate which one you saw,
1: and whether they? And I have no idea. I have no idea. But I th- I've always heard that was. But you know, all of the Marvel movies, every one of the Marvel movies has something at the end of them, hmm. at the end of the credits, and they are mo- are almost all teasers for the next movie. Like, you remember when you saw Back to the Future Two? Yeah. That's how the Back to the Future movies did it. Remember that? How they ended? The Back to the Future movies ended... To be continued. ...teasing you for the next Oh, yeah. It's a to be continued. Right, I think, right.
0: Literally. My dad asked me a trivia question the other day that I'll paraphrase here. Uh, see if you can get the answer. Okay? Uh, this person has been in, uh, we'll say roughly 30 to 40 movies. Who's not an actor. Okay? And... Um the movies have grossed something like 30 to 40 billion dollars died in 2018. Who is it?
1: Not an actor. You said person. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, when you say not an actor, if you give me what their profession was or would that give it away? Probably,
0: but I will do it for the sake of time since we're at 55 minutes. Oh my goodness. Uh, a writer. Um, who was it? No guesses. I'll give you the genre.
1: Um, well, what about George... Uh, is it Plankton? No. Oh. He was in... He was the guy that was you got that was in the Paper Lion. The mo- uh, Alan, He wouldn't have Alan been in Alder nearly as many in. movies and made that no, much money, though. No, he wouldn't have made that. No, no, he wouldn't have This is have someone been. that's
0: been in movies that make who a ton it? of money. John, do you have a guess over there?
1: A writer that was in a bunch of movies that grows to crap ton of money
0: yeah who is it the answer is stan lee oh duh he makes cameos whoa don't mind that whoa plugged into bluetooth you know when you
1: hear this on the way back that was you right there thanks for ruining a perfectly good 55 minutes of rambling yeah yeah i should have got that man i should have got stan lee i
0: wonder if i can answer this hold on
1: oh my gosh is she going to be on the podcast hold on for a second this could be amazing
0: hello hold on she's not Uh, hold on hold on hello hi hey you're live on the podcast we're recording right now hi katie how are you
2: hi good how are you
0: doing well we were talking about you earlier you'll find out in a couple hours when i upload this thing
2: oh good
0: yeah (laughs) how's how's the family
2: the family's good how are you i'm good
0: love you love you every day
2: Oh, oh, Is that what you say all
0: the time? That's how I sign off every week on the show. Ross, do you have any questions for my wife? I don't even know why she called, but you know she's not crying, so it must be okay. I can't, I
2: can't tell you now. I'm not telling my news. On, no, that means on the she, that means she was
0: calling to tell me she's horny. That's what that's what it was. That's my guess. <laughs>
2: that is not it,
0: Katie. We were talking about how
1: Mark not can it. make you uncomfortable on the podcast, and uh, and I was wondering why and how, and now I just demonstrated it so perfectly. Oh,
2: it's it's. Constantly makes me uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. we
2: you talking about last week how it was making me uncomfortable? Yeah, ask her, like, like yeah, no, we did so talk. We did, last
0: we did talk about that.
2: am so uncomfortable.
0: We didn't know why, though. What? I couldn't explain why other than it was about politics.
2: Well, yeah, I don't love politics talk. That's not super fun for me. Yeah. But that's not why. No, it was uncomfortable because, Ross, you were constantly trying to tell Mark. Like, no, 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 you're wrong. And Mark was so, like, bullheaded in his opinion. That doesn't that He wasn't sound like even me. listening to you. Yep. Interrupting him, trying to stop him from saying things that he I don't even said. know
0: what she's talking about. What were we arguing about last week?
2: No, you weren't arguing. It was just that you thought a certain way on certain political things. And Russ like, no, no, that's not how it is. <laughs> no, that's not right.
0: Okay. All right. Hey, but, but
2: instead of just, like, listening to him and taking it in, you're, like, trying to Keep going with your okay. point
1: of view, Katie. I have to tell you, I'm probably one of the worst things for Mark's ego. I really am, because what,
2: <laughs> no, he, what happens, nothing breaks that. What happens is I, it.
1: I come in here often, and I'm like, "Hey, Mark, you remember that thing we talked about? Turns out you were
0: right about it." And then, oh yeah,
2: no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't do that, Ross. Don't didn't do you just that.
0: say that the other day? to no. me? were you I saying didn't. that?
2: No, we we just had this conversation, like our whole relationship. Granted, been with Mark since I was 16 years old has oh. been about the fact that Mark's like, you're not my cheerleader. You don't build me up. I'm like, man, you're on a skyscraper right now. Someone's going to knock it down a little bit.
0: She, she thinks it's her job as my wife. To <laughs>
2: it's my job. Knock <laughs> it down just a bring bit. Bring down
0: a peg. Hey, let me ask you a question before we go. Here. your uh, mom
2: to do the other stuff.
0: I was just looking at our caricatures on the wall. If we got divorced, sure. which one of the guys here at Charterhouse would you be most likely to want to hook up with?
2: Why do we always talk about Go or ahead. No, I, Go ahead. Give no. us a, give
1: us an official answer.
2: No, I don't have an official answer.
1: Every everybody's single.
0: Nate Lee. Because
2: everyone's new. Everyone. We have everyone Jeff, Jeff, excited. Jeff Ross, That's John, Nate,
0: say. Tyler, Reed, uh, Adam. So we got. I, I'm
2: just telling you, everyone will be exciting. I just said I've been with you since I was 16. Everybody
0: would be excited.
2: Anything, anything would bring <laughs> Including, including
0: Ross. Ross was told just the other day he looks adventure. like a praying mantis. I was
1: told that I look like a praying mantis, but not the fun type that's the female that's a badass that that eats uh, their, their sexual mates. No, I, the male who is basically nothing but prey. Okay, hey, who told you that? I don't know. One of the jerks around it, this it, office. We think it
0: was Nate.
1: It was either Bence <laughs> or Nate. It was one of those jerks. I think, I think oh it was Nate. Oh, my
2: gosh. Yeah, that's not, that's not nice, and not nice that's at general. all. But, and this you know what? To anyone.
1: And kind of true, which is even worse. No,
0: <laughs> did you bring up pictures and
1: look? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't need pictures. There's mirrors. I've seen them.
2: Oh goodness. Okay, now <laughs> Thanks, I feel Katie. like I'm not on a podcast. so I'm a little nervous of what I'm going to say. Uh, I seem to get these calls often from Mark. All right, Ross, let's let's let's
0: stuff. let's say goodbye to my wife. But I want you to do it like Brock would. Tell her tell her goodbye, but in a Brockmire type of way.
1: Now Brock, okay, okay so it'd be have to be something like, uh, "Katie Charter, go enjoy the rest of your fantastic day, whatever that might include. Let's hope that Mark comes home tonight in that same kind of mood that you made you
0: ring the digits up here this afternoon. Talk to you soon, Katie. <laughs> I love Brockmire. Yeah, hey, I'll call, oh, We're almost done. I'll call you back. Okay.
2: Okay, call me right back. Okay, Whoa.
0: see ya. Bye. It's the wife. I have one. Uh, I have one. Yeah, I, d- <laughs> I do. I, I convinced a real girl to marry me. She occasionally touches my ding dong, too, which is <laughs> fantastic. All right, that's all we got for you. We'll see you next week. Another episode of Jump the Shark is in the books. Ross and I hope you had fun with us, and we made your week a little better. If you love the show, you can help the show. Please subscribe to us wherever it is you listen to your podcast. You can also show some love by telling others about Charterhouse Real Estate. We have made it easy for you to talk about us by charging sellers a lot less commission. They will thank you for giving them our name. We truly appreciate your support, and we will talk to you next week.